Hello and welcome back to Experience in Gold, a tabletop RPG podcast. I, as usual, am your host, Nick. Joining me are uh, Sam, Connor, and Keith, respectively, as Catmint, Malachi, and Pariah. Hello! Hello. You said that really slow, but hello. I think, he, did you forget who you said second? No, I had a stroke. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you recovered yeah, so Yeah, quickly. no, modern medicine is just an absolute hospital? wonder. Wow. Are we okay? No, we're good. There's a hospital that, that very a, close. There is a very, you, very close hospital. We're all on the American healthcare system, though. Like, how bankrupt are you now? Yes. I don't have oh. any healthcare. And last time on Experience in Gold. And he sets his cane, like he, you know, clicks his cane down and leans into you guys and he goes, You're never going to stop us. You have no proof. What could you three possibly do? Last we left off, uh, Pariah stuck around with his uh, brother. And also the Duke of all of Grand Falls, aptly named Duke. And uh, Malachi and Catmint had a rather unfortunate run-in with two of the, or well, the entire Prestige. I'm still calling hacks. Guy's, guy's strong. Narrative. He's strong. He's got plot armor. Yeah, he cur- Narrative hacks. currently has plot armor. Don't worry. This is how books work. Yes. And games. Yes. <laughs> and books. And so And movies? Yeah. Catmint no. and Malachi, you guys were on your way out. Where were you going? We're going we to were talk going to Brienne of Tarth. To... We were gonna go talk to the girl with the bitch and fight you. They're Judith? taking the hobbits to Isengard. Judith Valderin, you mean? Yep. Yeah, Judith Valderin. Judith bitch and fight shoes Valderin. Yes. That's <clears> how <throat> so she's credited. Alright. And that is where we will start. You guys, um, or <clears throat> Malachi, you're catching up to Catmint. I hate them so much, Catmint. They're really bad. We, how, okay, so we're definitely telling Duke about them, right? I don't think we can. He probably won't believe us. But that's just a trope, right? Like, that's just a narrative trope where, oh, hey, these people you should trust. We're telling you about these big bad evil guys. Oh, nonsense. Why would I believe you, these my brother and his closest friends over these people who are clearly shady? He read it in a book once, specifically the one where Tara was talking about uh, the dwarves down in Hammerfall or Hammerforge. Uh, I'm not there, am I? No, you are not. I didn't You're think You're with so. Duke. Okay. <laughs> right? I mean, they're he has a point. There's no way any sensible person wouldn't believe us. Well... And this guy runs a city, so he's got to be at least semi-sensible, right? No, that's not necessarily true. Just because people are in positions of power in government doesn't mean they're necessarily smart or fit for the position they're in. To be fair... To, topical. to be fair... <laughs> he is a very charismatic and likable person who genuinely seems to care about other people. That's true. Also, though, I think we just need some evidence. Something to prove them guilty? Which is why we're talking to this lady, I say just as we arrive in front of her. And she looks down (laughs) at you and she goes, what? You're the former captain of the guard, yes? Mm, Come to rub it in? No, we (laughs) actually came because we need your help. She goes, 
Oh, now somebody needs my help. Okay. But we do. Don't you want to help us to help you to get your position back? Also or save Duke? Save Duke? Yeah, I was going to say save Duke. She crouches down a little bit closer to the two of you because she, she towers over the both of you. Mm-hmm. And she just says, go on. Cassius, Brutus, and Faustus? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you already know they're not to be trusted, but we definitely are. We definitely know this fact. Okay. Go on. And you can trust us. We're the heroes. They're part of an organization that has recently been responsible for leveling a city, Mm -hmm. uh, attempting to kill us multiple times, Mm -hmm. and uh, to top it all off, the whole big cherry on this whole shit sandwich... Uh, their leader wants to destroy the world and rebuild it in his own image to become a god. And they threatened my grandma. And also they did break the, the Great Bridge. They completely destroyed that. They did that too. And then Yol goes, I'm not supposed to be talking. Nope. <laughs> I, just I can back throw into my voice. You didn't see that <clears throat> I also. threw my voice. And she goes... Actually, it's better that I saw that, because now I can know that you can't hide secrets from me. What? I would have found out one way or another. Okay, that's sure. fair. And then she looks at you, she goes, and how old are you really, then? Because you're not 16. 72! 98. That tracks, <laughs> that follows. Yeah. You're okay I in my book, wrong. but careful around here. Yes, we're usually more careful than that. Silent. Just, just very quiet right now. You know what you did. So, <laughs> Judith. Yes. What do you know about these dirtbags wearing suits? To be completely honest, there's not a ton that I know. Oh, great. However, I am in a position where I can dig up a little more than you guys can without arousing suspicion. What are you talking about? We're quite discreet. Catman's <laughs> like glowing and like. <laughs> Screaming. And she just kind of like rubs her temple with one of her hands, just a little bit. Just right. Um, what I do know, they showed up about a month or so ago, I believe, and they had an audience with Duke. And the next thing I know, a couple days later, I've been demoted, and he has them as a personal guard. There's there's no captain of the guard currently. Just them. Well, they're not even captains of the guard. They're, they're just his personal guard. So they're not at all... I'm trying to do... I'm trying to do all of my captain... Like, my duties. And, you know, gatekeeping. Gatekeeping is an important duty, but... Uh, sorry. Don't pull that shit on me. That's what I pull on the recruits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was actually about to, to ask, so they're not in charge of the guard proper then that's still no. you and they haven't brought anyone else into that you're aware of as far as I know because I would be I don't bad. know enough I would need to go through a thorough detail of all of my personnel I know there's a few that are still loyal to me but it might be a good idea to round up those ones that are loyal to you because again these guys are bad news right and if they can't come after you, they'll come after people who are close to you, or 
people who are loyal to you. So. I bet Duke has a spell on him. Or they have a spell no. on him. No. Or they have a spell on Duke. Jeremiah's already checked. Ah, shit. Ah, Jeremiah. He's our... He's the Duke... He's Duke's court wizard. Ah, the wizard. Duke thought it very important that, as he put it, every public leader must have a court wizard or something like that. That was a great impression. I've I've known him for about five minutes. That sounds exactly like something he'd say. Yes. Um, now... I want to talk to this... Jerry. Don't. Ooh, don't. Don't. Trust me, girl. Gonna. Gonna. Okay. Um, he's usually in, uh, the left wing of Duke's Manor. The left. Yes. Okay. Duke does not like coordinates. Sure. He says that they're confusing. (laughs) That tracks. He says... Why name it that when you can just look at left and right? And, and yep, front and back. And to which yeah, I said, I, why can't we just use the same... He was having none of it that day. I <laughs> like him more and more. I see. Um, the left for, and also in case you were wondering, left is when you are looking at uh-huh. it. Because when you're inside, you can't admire the left or the right. At the same time. Apparently. Okay. Yeah. Really? Well, we've, we've Don't told question you about, it. Well, nope, I'm not going to. I'm just trying to move this okay. along. We've, uh... Okay. We've told you pretty much all we know <laughs> at this point. Um, and seeing as you okay. haven't attempted to detain us, I'm assuming you trust us? She says, I'm not 100% sure if I can trust you yet, but you hate them. I hate them. You want to get me back to where I was before all this bullshit? I'm in. I extend a hand, and I'm, like, going upwards. Malachi is Malachi. Rostovian, huh? Yep. She goes, you know there's a chapter in, uh, in in Grand Falls, right? Yes, I, I, uh, someone told me about it last... Duke actually told me about it when we were talking. He loves them. I want to go. I might have to... They're very straightforward. As he put it... They're straight-talking, honest folk. Well, I might have to go, uh... might have to go seek them out, then. Um... I want to come! Hello. I'm Catmint! I wave. She goes, Hello. Judith, as I'm sure you are aware. Pleased to be working with you, Judith! She says, We'll be in touch. We'll let you know when we have more information. I will do the same. A plus. And she says, Now, if you don't, if you'll excuse me... And resumes her previous position, pretty much just staring forward unflinchingly. Pariah! Yes. So you're 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 hanging out with Duke currently. The yep. uh, prestige has just left. Um this is taking place as soon as those two just left. Okay. And uh Duke hands you, you know, a whiskey neat. Thank you. Of course! So, how's being a duke? It suits me. Very well. It's like I was born to do it or something. Crazy, that. Isn't it, though? When was the last time you heard from Mother? He thinks for a moment. Actually, a couple days ago. Okay. Did she tell you anything about me or my companions? 
she did not mention... No, she did not mention anything. So... I'm not joking when I say this, I swear. Um, apparently, we are the heroes of the next... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Pariah. Yeah. You care about things? I never said that. <laughs> well, if you're a hero, you have to care about this place enough to protect it, do you not? I just don't want the world to end because I'll die. Okay, yes, I care about things. Just big shit-eating grin on his bearded face. Asshole. Says, it's why I'm a leader. I always figure out what's going on. So what's going on? Honestly, not a ton. However, and he lowers you in closer, like he beckons you to come closer. Okay. Says, I don't, but... He beckons harder. Duke, we're alone. Says, Pariah, no, we are Fine. not. And I'll move in next to him. At the same exact volume he's been talking at the whole time. Of course. Says, I'll be honest with you. I've been I've been pretty sure that something has been up the entire time. However, I'm in a very very difficult situation. What a lot do you of mean? blackmail going on here. You blackmailed? No, never. Don't. I don't believe it. Say it isn't so. Why would anybody blackmail one of the nicest people in the world? Exactly. I said exactly. no. No, it would never happen. Nobody would target you. Everything you guys were saying, yes, I knew it was the truth. But I knew they were right behind the door, so I had to pretend I didn't know. Fair. However, I must keep this act up. Why? Because I don't want any of these people in this city to die. And you'd do that at the cost of your own life, I'm sure. Oh yes, of course! I purposely removed Judith from her position in the Captain of the Guard, so that they would not target her as, you know, my former <clears throat> right hand. Moving Fair. her down there was a show of, you know, solidarity with those three. Where did you meet them, anyway? They just showed up randomly one day, accompanied by a fourth man, in very, very pompous ceremonial robes. Had this Did disgusting have... scar across his scars. face. Scars, yeah, scars. Just one, yeah. just one yeah. really big scar. Yep. Now, uh, <clears throat> that man destroyed the Great Bridge. Ah, that's been disrupting trade entirely. Horrible for that part of the world. I wonder Actually, if that's why we haven't heard from our brother. Unfortunately, great for my part of the world. As you can see, this is a very large trade city. So everybody's doing business on this bridge. Yeah. However, I do wish all the best to building your bridge over there back. Yes. <clears throat> However, sure. here's what I need from you, brother. What is it, Duke? You're a third party in this entire situation. You have no political affiliation. We are brothers only in name. Of course. We share no blood, as and far as I am aware. Well, and no, we, we, we wouldn't. That would be weird for our race. 
Well, I mean, we can procreate. I know. That's why it would be weird. Exactly. Anyway, <clears throat> as I was saying... Don't give the shippers that fuel, Nick. Don't tell them that, Nick. <laughs> you can't see, but I'm smiling a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> that's Nick saying shippers get on it. Shippers, do whatever the hell you want. Have I love fun. shipping! Everyone's canon! Catmint with anyone. Everyone! Yeah. Catmint's harem. <laughs> anyway. These are my boys! Christ. Ahem. <clears throat> he says, What I need for you is to get to the bottom of this. My first recommendation is consulting Jeremiah. He's my court wizard. Oh my god, you would have a court wizard. Every person in public leadership should have one. No. <laughs> yes, because... He is also one of my best advisors. Okay, so he's, he's an very advisor. Skilled. No, he's a wizard. He's very, very oh well-trained in the schools of evocation and divination. At least that's what he told me. And he has yet to prove himself wrong. Has he proved himself right? Yes! Okay. Of course! So at this point, I would like to swing open the door. Duke, you are a fool! He goes, no, I'm not. You are being misled. Yes, you are. Your closest goes, advisors are going Close to the kill. door, you damned loud-speaking fool. Oh, I get it. We're making jokes at each other. Pariah, you cry too much. Wait, I had this whole speech planned. I understand that you did. You're not, you're not gonna out-speak Duke. I was practicing. Malachi, I closed the door! I knew from the moment you threw open the door, you had a speech. I was, I was practicing on the way over. I, I understand, and I'm very, very sorry. Anyway, those, it was very the, good. The men, your guards, are bad people, and I... Yes. This sounded much more eloquently trying... when I was practicing it. We'll talk about it later, Malachi. He relays all of the information in very Duke Grandiose fashion. Okay. And so that is why I need your help. Damn, it was a really good speech. It was really I don't good. doubt it. Sorry. Would you like yeah. to would you like to give it no, a second go just for no, dramatic effect? No, it's fine, it's fine. Okay. I I did hear it about three times. I, mean, I can confirm. I heard, I heard it four, four more, more times, times in his head. head. I mean if anybody would give a grandiose speech and appreciate it, it would be Malachi and Duke. Wait, yo, you can here inside his head? Yeah, we can talk yeah, telepathic. It has to be awkward. We talk telepathic. Oh, it is. Why do you talk out loud he ever? He thinks about snacks a lot. I do think about snacks a lot. Anyway, what do you guys suggest we do? Go well, I was Jeremiah, telling yeah. Pariah here, uh, yeah. talk to Jeremiah. He might Set know it. something on what to do. Can we stay with you? It might arouse suspicion. In addition, you are not in a position... I lost it. I can't go any further with it. <laughs> Basically, um, you wouldn't be safe here. Uh-huh. Means no, Catmint. Yeah, I got it. You don't talk to me like I'm a Sproutling. Aren't you still a Sproutling, or did that I'm wear I'm literally off? not! You've asked for this like 15 times! Look at me, I'm a grown adult! I cannot tell look the difference. Like a seed. 
I hate you all. And she walks away in the direction that she thinks the wizard will be. That's to the right. Remember, the left side is when you're looking at it. It's not mine. It's to the right, but she's going left of Duke. Correct. No, Catman, this this way. I turn around, (laughs) and I go the other way. And he says, oh, before you go. (gasps) You guys all turn around. Yes. I don't. In all sincerity, thank you. I really need your help. I'm in a lot of trouble here. You are. And more importantly, my people are. Uh-huh. If not doing it for me, do it for them. Oh, I'm doing it all for you, Duke. I am I am going to put a hand on Duke's shoulder and go, You owe me a lot. All I want for payment okay. is <laughs> unlimited access to your most grand libraries. He goes, Um, we don't have a lot of those. Then a shit ton of gold will suffice, and I turn around and I okay. start going the other way. We can buy All a right. library. So you guys head out. We go to the left. Yeah, I, I join yep. them, and I take I down the whiskey right. and set it aside. You're feeling a little aside. bit woozy because, you know, <clears throat> Duke well, has it's... literally just been handing you whiskey after whiskey after whiskey. As Not enough talk. for you to be, like, drunk, but, like, you're like, <sighs> okay, like that kind it's also high quality stuff, so you don't really notice it. Exactly. And you've drinking it in like a twenty minute period. Mm-hmm. Like. And uh And we don't have booze hardly ever. You guys make your way down. You eventually find your way to a place that you hear some small explosions coming out of. Just I love it. <laughs> real quick, speaking of booze, Catmint, you still can't get drunk, can you? Nope. Nope, she cannot. 29 more days! <laughs> 28, I think, at this point. T- 27 because of the, the day-long journey to go from... Yeah, I was counting that. That's oh, okay. Like 28. Okay. The day, yep. the day oh, that no, that wears off, we're going to have right. the biggest party. <laughs> Let me do some math. No, it's going to be the day before it wears <laughs> off. Everyone's going to wake up just... Uh, and she's going to wake up and be like... Good morning. I'm All right, I'm done. That was fun. We haven't slept in a really long time, I've just realized. No, you haven't slept in a really long time. They slept on the on the on the airship ride. I have to be roleplaying her way different. Okay, let's go. I've always just kind of assumed that she doesn't really sleep. She just kind of like lays down in a bed and just vibrates very violently to like wow. recharge. <laughs> Photosynthesis. And also, they make a very valid point, given that you can be sustained on photosynthesis, as long as there's sunlight, you're pretty energized. You're like the Energizer Bunny. I drink a lot of caffeine, too. But anyway, you're at a door, small explosions coming from it. I pop a coffee bean. Uh, Okay. (laughs) And I open the door. Okay. Catmint opens the door. Alright. Inside is a uh he's got his back turned to you turned to you but you see like various like flasks like bubbling with like liquids and you see like you know this bizarre unknown creature scampering about in a cage um it does not look to be of this world it seems to have tentacles for legs and 
seven eyes. You're not sure what's going on there. Just don't think about I it. I am immediately fascinated by this creature. <laughs> yes. And, um... I'm more interested in talking to Jeremiah. The gentleman is wearing, um, he's wearing long purple robes. And, uh, he has a, uh, and he turns around. And you guys immediately notice him and recognize him as the guy that ran into you when you first got to Grand Falls. Thief! He goes, I'm not a thief! Uh, no, no, it's, I'm not, I'm not, really. The pickpocket. No, I just bumped into I you just, guys. I'm really sorry. I just wanted to talk to you. How are you? I'm Catman. Hi. Uh, and I hold up my hand. Who are you people? We're the heroes. I strike a pose. I shake his hand very, very quickly. Okay, um, that's, that's great and all, but just give me a couple seconds, okay? And, like, he I dusts off a bunch of, like, soot off of his, like, his uh, robes and his wizard's robes are like kind of like open, almost like a duster. And underneath, he's got you know a nice dress shirt um, and dress pants with like a vest and a tie. It's very very steampunk. He's got a monocle. Sure. Um, he also has very nice shoes. Uh huh. And uh, he flips the monocle like it's got one lens that is up and the other that rests, you know, where it normally does. And he flips the second lens down and he goes, "Okay, yeah, yeah, that checks out." And he extends his hand, and you notice that his hand is just completely, like, made of metal. And is, like, clockwork and stuff. I will shake it. And he says, I already did. I'm Jeremiah. Uh, you must be, uh, Pariah, Malachi, and, uh, Catman. I already told you my name. Yes, I knew that, but yes. So, what brings you in? Oh, we're just talking with my brother and about how people want to kill him. Right, that situation. I'm aware. What can you tell us about it? Well, I have nothing to go off of yet. However, during one of my meditations, I saw a lot of explosions. Like, a lot of them. I'm pretty sure that you see that regularly. Not when I meditate. I will gesture at his apparatus. Yes, but not when I meditate. Now, you see, um, there's this... There's a bit of a... It's just a lot of explosions, and I see this entire building, all of Duke's Manor, just up in flames. Huh. Hmm. And I don't... You I don't know what it is. I bet it's the creepy guys in suits. Yeah. I thought that as well, but... In, in, these, in these visions I get every now and then, Duke isn't dying... And it's not, and the fire doesn't seem to be consuming Duke, if you would. It's more like it's consuming the citizens. Or I, I, it's hard to explain. So. You just kind of get inklings with these things, you know? Could it be that someone's trying to frame Duke for this? Maybe? I don't know. All I know is that those three are definitely bad news. My inclination would be that they want to hurt Duke in the worst way possible. They want to hurt his people. I thought maybe they wanted to sacrifice the people in one lump burning in order to bring about a bad thing. Could be a mess. Pointing at too, yeah. Putting at pointing at Pariah and Catmint. Those are both very valid and logical and also terrifying points. That's he looks what I at specialize you. in. Aren't your people normally supposed to be a little more cheerful? He's been through some tragedies lately. I see. 
Who, me? No, Catman. Oh. Oh! Well, that too. I am! I said that very happily. <laughs> right. I, yep. Whatever the case. Um. Basically, I'm going to try to get to the bottom of this. Um, the whole fire thing. Um. Because I don't, I don't actually specialize in fire. I have a question. Yes. Where do you usually see the flames coming from, or the whole where thing. are they usually? The whole thing. Okay, well that doesn't narrow it down nope. at all. Nope. I understand that. Alright. I'm just about as frustrated with that as you are. I'm not that frustrated. Oh. Is there any way you could share these visions with us? Give me a day. We can do that. Alright. Give me a day. Um, At least I hope. Meet me. Meet me here um, tomorrow night. In the evening. Okay. Not during not during the daytime. In the evening. Until then, um, I'm sure Duke has prepared a place for you guys to stay. Nope. If he hasn't mentioned it, talk to Judith. She'll know. Okay. Um, We're friends now. I okay. Um, but also like, tomorrow during the day, just kind of don't arouse suspicion yet. Shh. Like, we would do that. I need you guys to be as low-key as possible. We'll go to the Rostovian Temple. Sure, yeah. And you could also check out, um, uh, one of our, we've got a very, very, very nice, um, like, <clears throat> viewing area of, uh, the Ooh. falls. It's total tourist trap, but it's gorgeous I nevertheless. Like those. If we act like we're tourists, that won't really arouse suspicion, so... Exactly. Does that mean we need to buy cargo shorts? And a fanny pack. No, And she goes... And a visor! No, no, guys, no, no. At least try to be a little fashionable. I don't know the meaning of the word. It's very important in this city. I am very fashionable, and I will adjust my poncho, captain's coat, and cloak. I pressed to digitate a Hawaiian shirt onto me. Like, you see him visibly cringe backwards. He's like, oh god, why? I don't change my outfit at all because it's perfect as is. Speaking of, would there be a way or a place that could potentially, um, you know, combine the magical effects of this cloak with this coat? I know a couple. Don't you like looking like you're wearing a duvet all the time? No. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. She knows what the word duvet is, apparently. Anyway. Um, oh, you learned it the first night you stayed in Bastion when you were in that giant bed. Oh, sure. That makes sense. Very important. Um, <clears throat> she, grilled, well, uh, she grilled the innkeeper on what every part of the bed was. Right. I raise up my hand and I say, Thanks, Jerry, for all your help. Goes, and you see him once again just visibly cringe. He goes, Please, call me Jeremiah. Okay. Shakes your hand. Sherry? Okay. No. Head out. Thank you, Jeremiah. See you later, Jerry. And he just goes back and you just hear him mutter to himself every time. Oh. (laughs) As I'm about to close the door. guy. We're not always this bad. He goes, I hope not. (laughs) And then, like, waves without looking back, you know. You guys make your way out of the manor, I assume. Yeah. Nice. Um, we go ask, uh, ask. On your way out, Judith. Um, as you guys are leaving, 
The Prestige. So as you three oh. are going, the Prestige walks past you. Uh, Cassius, he waves at you three. He goes, enjoying the city? I don't say a word. I'm just walking past him with my finger up. You know the one. <laughs> I actually will stop and go, actually, not yet. Do you have any recommendations on where we can take a look around and see some sights? He says, well, I mean, everybody here seems to obsess over that viewing area or whatever they call it. Vista Point or something. Vista Point. Okay. So I, I guess you could who go you there. Are already, you big dummies. I keep walking with and Malachi. Because he's wearing a masquerade mask, you know, you can't tell for sure. Or like you can't see it, but based on like muscle structure, you definitely know he's raising an eyebrow. It's the rock. <laughs> Jeez. That's the people's good. eyebrow. Oh my gosh. Well, make sure you keep my brother safe. Of course. And I'll leave. So you guys head out, walking past Judith. She says... Judith, where do we stay? She, <laughs> when you say that, she goes... Again. Every time. Every... So you're going to be staying in uh, Duke's favorite bar. Yep. That's the name. Of course it is. Yep. Fair. Yep. He decided that it was his favorite, and then declared that they changed the name. Did he at he least then pay also... for the change in the signage? No. Of course not. Because he did them the <clears throat> the courtesy of still endorsing all the other bars and taverns in the city. Just because he likes this one the most does not mean all the others are bad. I assume bad. he also likes Duke's second favorite bar and Duke's third favorite bar. And the one Duke goes to at the end of the night when he's already drunk. I wish you were kidding. Really? <laughs> I'm not And to surprised. be completely honest, the one Duke goes to at the end of the night when he's already drunk is actually pretty great. <laughs> it's usually where me and a couple of the other ga- guards go after, like, a really rough shift. I would assume that he goes there at the end of the night when he's already drunk because he actually really likes it. Yes. And also, it's not super expensive. As if anybody ever made him pay for his drinks anyway. They probably should. They really need to because <laughs> you know yes. that man can drink a lot. And I'm but going to sway a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But she says, but yes, uh, you're going to be going to Duke's favorite bar. Great. Uh, and can you... Um, it's points behind her. You'll have to go under the, the manor to the other side of the city. Oh. Under? And as you look, like, the manor is kind of built up on, like, stilt-type things. Yeah. Obviously very well fortified. Um, not like pencil rods. Um, Columns, if you will. Yes, but even sturdier. Um, Pillars. And people are going underneath it because his entire manor takes up the middle, like, just the entire area. It's like a boardwalk. Pretty much. Out of the sun. So. Yep. Uh, as, you guys go? As we're walking past. There we go. I see I us walking. I do want to, like, stop really quickly and kind of whisper to Judith, uh... Duke hasn't forgotten about you. And then walk past him. Oh. 
and you just hear a very, very long sigh of relief. Oh. She doesn't turn around, she doesn't say anything, you just hear a... And if you could, and if you were looking, she nods a little bit. Okay. That's sweet. And so you guys make your way to uh, Duke's favorite bar. Wow, they, they, he, uh-huh. he made him and, change uh, the sign and everything. Yep. And didn't pay for it's it. It's just a very cartoon Duke what giving asshole. a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Actually, um, he's not giving a thumbs up. It's, it's uh, animatronic oh, God. clockwork. Steampunk. And he's got a mug, and he's raising it to his mouth, and then it lowers it. <laughs> That's horrifying. It's really cool. It is literally like three gears. Everything I about this it. is tacky, and I hate it. Who is that? The ring. Oh. <laughs> he hasn't talked in a while. I couldn't tell if it was really nasally yol or I'm, not. I'm going to I'm going to uh, spin the ring a little bit on my finger. Just, I have no like, sense of whatever. That's me saying I definitely agree. It's a weird way of doing it, but okay. Just remember it. Okay. For when you're insulting the other people. Mmm. And so you guys head in. Very lively tavern. Um, tons of people everywhere. Bartender, you know, immediately, Hey, welcome to Duke's favorite bar! So how much business does that get you? More than you would think. And you That's would think a lot, a lot, wouldn't you? Yes. I'm very oh. tired. <laughs> <laughs> so are we. But I've got tons of money. So With it's all that okay. money, you should be able to hire a few other bartenders. I haven't slept in about a week. That's concerning. I assume <laughs> that your Duke's friends, he said that there would be someone that looks like he's related to him, a small yep, boy, brother. and a shrubbery. I'm his yes, future that, wife. That Please don't right. disrespect me. She's delusional yeah. shrubbery. And and he looks, he goes, and he gets the uh, the pamphlet. He goes, wait, no, not shrubbery. Um, small plant-based life form. Sorry. Um, the messenger gave it to me in shorthand. And a sure. small um, boy. <laughs> That's me, hand. the small boy. Uh, small boy, well... <laughs> Nope. He unfurls it again. Small boy that might as well be an old man. Given your reaction, I'd say that makes sense. Grumpy small boy. Yep. (laughs) Grumpy small boy. And a shrubbery. I love grumpy small boy so much. (laughs) But uh, your rooms are upstairs, unless you all wanted to have a drink first. How much? Well, your Duke's honored guests. So I can't technically charge you. But you will anyway. No, I can't. No, no, no. You will anyway. How much? I'll just keep a running tab going for as long as you're in the city. Okay. He'll pay. I would like a bit of wine. Um, normal-sized glass or... I said a bit. Get, you get have hurt. to understand the ratios for what you would consume versus what I would consume are definitely different. Last place we were at gave her a thimble. A bit from a normal size, or a bit from your size. He just pours. I've slept in a week. He pours like a regular wine glass, like three fourths away full, and he goes, "I don't know what you want." That's so much. I'll take it. <laughs> it's red wine. Yeah. Uh, I take a sip, and then I realize I can't get drunk, and I slide it down to Malachi. 
I... He looks at Malachi and he goes, If you want the wine, you can. Duke unfurls the parchment. He says that you're allowed to have alcohol. God's bless Duke. And I, like, I take the wine and I'll drink it. Says he's actively fighting to get there to be no age restriction. That's kind of oh, weird, that's but... Bad. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> well, his thinking on it is... <clears throat> in his... Nope. nope I can't do it. In his words, though... If we don't tell them that they can't, they won't try to when they shouldn't. Solid lawmaking procedure. I mean, that actually makes sense. It's insightful. Honestly, it, it, it is very insightful. It's probably wrong. He that usually has Jeremiah go through the technical legal ease for him, but the city's flourishing, and I mean, most of his proposed laws start like that. Oh. All right. Well, but uh, for you, Pariah and Belakai, what did you guys want? Uh, what's the darkest beer you got? And I'm, I'm going to wobble a little bit, probably. <laughs> and he pours, um, he goes over to a tapper, you know, on a keg, pours um, a glass of what appears to be like a stout that is almost like it, almost like pitch oh, in color. That's the good stuff. And he goes. Uh, this is the darkest darkest stuff I got. Please. You uh, got a name for that? Because I've got a few for you. He says, yes, the darkest stuff I got. That's a very oh, good that's name. awful. Does, and good. Does Malachi have a helmet, by the way? Mm, I have yeah. been imagining no for the longest time. He's, he's got helmets that's turned off. Higher. Okay, because that was <laughs> beautiful. I was gonna play a prank on him, but in, I can't. Whenever, you know. whenever we're in combat, no. a helmet like suddenly materializes on his head. But as soon as we're out of combat, it's gone. Made out of, it's a helmet yep. made out of shadow. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he doesn't wear a helmet because Yol just protects him from like the, the Love the it. hard, like head blows. Is phrasing still a thing? That was bad. I am very sorry. Phrasing I'm gonna go put myself in time out for that one. All right. Now, because I make the rules, I am no longer in timeout. Sure. All right. <clears throat> but you guys, you know, you pass the night, um, you know, finally just having a little bit of time to really relax. Um, the thoughts of, you know, your task ahead of you weighs heavy in the back of your mind, but you think to yourselves, for now, there's not much that we can do, so we might as well try to just relax. So Sounds go good. to sleep, you wake up, and the day is before you. Wonderful. I am so awake. Anyway. It's a good cover. Make that your cell phone text tone. So you guys wake up. Um, as you guys are getting ready, you know, Yoel asks you, Malachi, she goes, So, are we going to the Vista Point, or are we going to the the barracks? The bar- First. The, the barracks. The Rostovian barracks. Oh, right, yeah. Um, because Rostov felt weird calling it a temple. Right, yeah. Uh, we can... 
is not temple, it's for fighters. It's only for fighters, it's <laughs> not for priests. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I, I, I feel like we should do that after we save the city. I don't know. I mean, if we let them know what's going on, if we have to, you know, if there is a big fight, I'd rather have a bunch of Rostovians on our side. You've got a fair point. Um, can I meet up with the rest of the group? Get their hot take on this? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I am downstairs eating breakfast. Yes. Hey I'm downstairs watching him eat breakfast. What? <laughs> what? Morning, guys. Hello! Pariah's taken 34 bites of breakfast! You counted? I don't just call it all breakfast. This is bacon. This is toast. I know what toast is. You've taken approximately 15 bites of it. That is a lot of toast. You ate so much toast! That's like three slices. <laughs> you eat a piece of toast in five bites? I, yes. Yeah. Wow! How you big don't is your Sam? bread? No! It takes you a lot longer to eat why does it take you so long to eat toast? And how have I never noticed this? No, do not just right go now. make toast right now. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. It's that's bad bread, radio, like, Sam. Big. Don't go make toast. It takes me like at least twelve bites to eat bread. Is your bread a one paper or a four paper? No, I don't know how you guys eat bread so quick, toast so quickly. At most, at, it would anyway, be six. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Christ. Uh, I'm gonna go sit down next to Pariah and Catmint. Uh, I'll have whatever they're having. I'm drinking coffee with sugar and a brownie. Of course. Would they have chocolate here? Yeah. Then I'm eating a brownie. It's it's a trade city. They have chocolate and they have coffee. And I am drinking a giant cup of coffee. Alright. So, afterwards, you guys finish up. Okay. Wait. So, did... well, Malachi, I think, had something he wanted to say while we were eating. Yeah. Uh, oh, while you were while you were eating. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. yeah. So, question for you guys. Uh, there's a Rostovian temple here, or sorry, Rostovian barracks. Uh, still get not used to that. Um, I could go talk to them, or we could go talk to them and see if they can lend us some aid, whatever it will be. I mean, it's an entire monastery, pretty much, of accomplished fighters. So. I want to go meet your brothers! Well, I've only been to the the one in Salt Cliff. I haven't been here, so I don't know. I I would say we go there. I mean, we are supposed to act sort of like we're tourists for the next day or so, at least. Well, there's my question. Do we want to go to the, uh, the viewing vista? We can always do that later. I mean, if we act like we're... Imagine we weren't heroes. The very first thing you would want to do when you came to this city would be... Go check out the local Rostovian fighter skill. Yep. There we go. So let's go check out the Rostovian fighter skill. Alright. So you guys make your way. You get there. And, uh... Right, so it looks like... Okay, so you know how the, uh, the level 2 barracks in Age of Empires 2 looks... Nope. Yes. (laughs) So basically, think of big square, 
completely empty on the inside, and like, cause like the inside, it, there's no roof. It's a training yard on it's the a, inside. It's just a giant training yard. The walls are large enough to house like, you know, like sleeping area and all that. Um, but there's enough room that uh, you know for like people to sleep in, eat in within the walls. Yeah, yeah. The surrounding it's, wall thing. It's and, a pretty decent design for a barracks for training. Right, and then the gate is two giant doors that are, from what you can tell, usually open. You don't see them, like, you don't see the marks on the stone pavement of them being swung open and closed. They're usually open. Um, and above is just two massive bronze bullhorns, like, ornamental above them. And, uh... I imagine this looks like home. Yes. Because I'm guessing they all kind of look the same. Yes. Okay. Very, very typical. Um, and inside you can see, you know, Rostovian. There's a couple of them, you know, sparring. You see uh, somebody, uh, you know, a taskmaster walking around making sure, you know. Yeah. Very, very standard for uh, Rostovian fighters. There's a He's lot of... normal. When, when training, taskmaster hits you with stick. Make sure form good. I mean, the voice of Rostov rings out in your head. <laughs> now it's time to do that. They just have recordings of him every once in a while <laughs> playing. <laughs> Taskmaster so not hit because angry. Taskmaster Careful, hit because Careful, you're getting into, like, wrong. crazy, like, horrible propaganda, and I don't want to go that far. <laughs> if do work, good for soul. Your purpose is work. Your purpose is... Be good fighter. He's Do kind of like, right. He's kind of like Ron Swanson in a way. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. I would like to walk up to the, uh, I assume there's a guard of some kind at the door. No guards. No. They okay. don't need it. Um, Alright, I'm going to stroll in and in, uh, in standard Rostovian greeting fashion, I'm going to stand in the doorway. Malachi is Malachi. And you just hear a resounding, is as they all say their own names. I love it here. And then they continue back doing what they're doing. Okay. Um, it's a little uh, weird for the, me. The person who's the taskmaster, who's been walking around, starts making their way over to you. Um, you couldn't tell at first, because they were kind of a distance away, but as they approach, you see that it is a gnome, <laughs> who's I barely taller than Catmint. Uh, okay. And uh, she holds up her hand, and she goes, Ellie is Ellie. Shake it. Um, we need to speak to the big hat. Big hat. That's me. <gasps> Wonderful. Um, big hat. Oh, she's so funny. Yes, big really? hat. Yes, the leaders, really? Yes, the leaders of the barracks are called big hats. What? I... <clears throat> she clears her throat. <clears throat> Pariah's being sexist and racist all at once. Ellie, it is a pleasure to meet you. People My name is Captain. How People is that sexist or racist? Big hat. But yes. Your big hatness. And she shakes both of your hands. She says, what brings I'm you so in, uh... to shake someone's hand at a normal uh, level. Fellow, fellow Rostovian. Uh, we have information that uh, pertains to the safety of the city. She goes, and we need your help. How serious is this? Very. A ten. Very well. And she just goes, she goes... Archimedes, Gregor, snaps her fingers, 
and two half orcs. Just really, really buff half orcs. Immediately, they're just like, yes, ma'am. Just run over and close the doors behind you guys. <laughs> and interestingly enough, as they close the doors, the music actually gets a little bit quieter. Hmm. Um, like a sound dampening. And she says, <clears throat> no one will hear us now. Okay. Um, and I sort of, I'll relay the information that we have, including the, the visions of the, the city in flames. She says, I see. Now, obviously, as you know, as a, uh, as an entire chapter, we cannot go on the attack immediately. Of course. However, should the need arise, should, as, uh, as he would say, shit hit fan, <laughs> we will be right there with you on the front lines, sword and hammer in hand. Good. Wouldn't have it any other way. Of course. She says, she puts out her hand again and she says, Is there anything else you need? Um. I look back to, I, uh, I shake the hand and then, uh, look back to my friends. A tour! Tour? Hey, we're supposed to be tourists. Why can't we get some tours while we're here? Catman. Catman. What? We're supposed to act like tourists, not actually be tourists. Why not? Most of the actual space is just a weaponry, a larder, a kitchen. Another kitchen. Another kitchen, yes. And and the bedroom. Like, the, the, the rooming, the boarding. So, I mean, there's not much to see. I just don't see why we can't have some fun if while we're doing to, our work. If you wanted to, you could definitely go uh, have a spar with one of our fighters. Y'all would kill me. She shrugs. What chapter did you say you were from, Malachi? Uh, the Salt Cliff. Ah. She says, are you incredibly loyal to them? They trained me since I was a kid. Alright. You're still a kid. Right. Yes. Uh, they've been training me for a, a good chunk of my life, since I was even younger. Are you already a pretty necklace, I take it? Yes. A pretty necklace? That's what we're called before we finish our pilgrimage? Yes. One of Rostov's most treasured possessions was a very pretty necklace that he wore on one of his horns. Oh! He deemed it very important that those that have graduated from initiates and have become full Rostovian fighters themselves... As they are his treasured pupils, he wanted them to be called pretty necklaces. Hold on a second. You said his horns. Was he a deer? He was a, a minotaur. 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 Okay, that makes sense. I've. I, there is no way I haven't told you the stories of Rosco. We saw a statue of him. Yes, but there's several ways that I have not listened. <laughs> and she says, in the words of Rostov, if I may... Listen to surroundings. Hear things, then. I mean, he's very straightforward. That tracks. That's He's good. very right. Uh-huh. Well, I guess the tour is out of the question, because nobody is willing to show me anything, and only wants to kill me here. It was a pleasure meeting you. She says, well, you wouldn't die in a sparring competition. Whatever. I would. 
Very well. Malachi, are you interested? I... I am. And you, Pariah? Yes. Then we'll do a 2v2. I'm in. She says, I'm going to pick, uh, <clears throat> my, uh, two best. You've already, uh, seen them. Gregor and Archimedes. It's off. They're gonna crush me. Are you ready? So you guys walk out to, uh, you know, the training training grounds, and, uh, you know, all the other Rostovians uh, clear a path. Uh, they move to the sidelines. Uh, Catmint, you're filed in with the rest of them. They're all decked out in suits of armor and stuff, of course. And, I look uh, very silly. You're next to um, a boy that, based on appearances, looks to be about a year or two younger than Malachi. And he, he walks, like, he kind of, like, awkwardly sidles next to you. He just goes, Hi, I'm Wilbur. Er, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Wilbur is Wilbur. Hello. Pardon my rudeness. What are you? I'm a Wilden, and I'm not a plant. I am a person, and I look like a plant. That makes sense to me. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm part of a group of people that, you know, they, 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 they hold sticks, and they call them hammers, and the person who leads this place is called a big hat. Anything's possible in this world at this point. There's music all the time. Wilbur? Yes? Wilbur, <laughs> you're the only open-minded person I've ever met in this whole world. I don't know if that's completely true. It is. You wouldn't believe the things I've seen. That's probably true. Uh, what? 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 What's your name? Oh, I forgot. My name is Catmint. Let's just be friends. Okay. For now. What? Are those your friends? Uh huh. Those are my friends. And he points over, and these two like half orcs are just decked out like head to toe in like this pretty wicked looking armor, and like one of them like, punches his fists together and, like, actual electrical sparks fly out. And, uh, they do this real badass, like, you know, you know, like, the the buff guy, like, they both, like, clap their hands together. You've seen sure. it before. They do that, and then they, uh, both draw, uh, long swords and turn to face, uh, Malachi and Pariah. I got five gold pieces on your friends, Wilbur. She goes, or he goes, well, jeez, I don't know. What, you think my friends are going to win? Well, how good are they at working together? Not good at all. Oh, this is going to be rough. 16 perception. Do I hear Catman say that? Yeah. <laughs> I look up at Catman and give her a what the hell gesture. I wave. <laughs> Hi. I blow a kiss. <laughs> and the music changes to a very, like, almost somber, but also immovable sound. Malachi, you've heard it a ton of times before, and you guys know that, uh, well, for all intents and purposes, the spirit of Rostov and his blessing has descended upon this fight. And I assume we got blunted training instruments? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That are Just... identical to what you have. And Ellie raises up her hand and she says, May you honor Rostov with your duel. Begin. Roll me initiative, guys. Uh, 
Oh, it's been a hot minute <laughs> since I've heard this. I got a 21. Alright. I got a 20. Okay. 21 and 20. So, that's gonna be you, and then you, and then you, and then you. And, oh wait. 20 and 21, right. Yep. Alright. Pariah, that's your first move. So, in the very first time I have ever done this, I am going to use a spell without my gun. Okay. Because I don't feel comfortable using my revolver, and they didn't have a, a Correct. one. So, I'm going to, using with one hand uh, on the, the blunted short sword, I'm mm-hmm. going to lift the other and fire a firebolt at the nearest half-orc. Okay. Do you do you put your fingers in the shape of a gun? Yo, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> Just pew. Uh, that is a thirteen to hit. Unfortunately, that one's not gonna hit. All right. Um. <clears throat> and uh, I, well, I I am going to uh, take my bonus action as a uh, cunning action to try and hide behind Melakai and his bulky armor. Okay. No, you're quite a bit taller than him. Uh, You're going to have to roll with disadvantage. All right. (laughs) Uh, That is is a 24. You're not sure? No one's quite sure how, and the people in the stands, like in the audience, can see it. (laughs) But you have managed to hide yourself completely behind um, Malachi. The 16-year-old boy. Got it. Um, They're not going to like that. And uh, you hear um, Archimedes say to him, he goes, Gregor, take this one first. And he goes, with pleasure, brother. And he charges forward. And uh, as he's charging his longsword, it um, starts crackling with lightning. And from the, because it's your standard cross guard hilt, the, the extremely oh, yeah. ineffective kind, where it's a cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's kind of effective. Eh. Um, Just and not as effective as a full cage. Right. And um, the ends, um, where, like, you know, it goes up and it... The ends of the hilt, um, yeah. from there around and up to the top, it coalesces into, like, a larger blade made of crackling lightning. And... Uh, he charges forward, and, uh, Malachi, what's, what's your AC for me, buddy? Uh, use my reaction to go into a defensive stance as okay. per the usual, 17. 17? Okay. Uh, when he does this, uh, Cadmint, you hear, um, you hear, uh, Wilbur next to you just go, Oh, that's a really good move. Eh, I've seen better. But, but, oh. And, uh... Malachi, while it is a good move, it does unfortunately get through. And you're gonna have to take... Where is it? There it is. Um, <clears throat> ten damages. And it's lightning slashing damage. Okay. There we go. And, uh, Malachi, that's gonna make it your turn, though. Alright, uh... He just made the mistake of getting close to me. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to 
bring this blunted sword down on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, two hand, of course. Of course. For a 26. That will hit. So he's going to take 11 non-lethal damage. Okay. So I bring the sword down, like, on his shoulder, mm-hmm. and then for the follow-through, swing it back up for my extra attack. Okay. Uh, does a 13 hit? That, unfortunately, uh, will not. All right. So, <clears throat> he steps to the side of the second one, um, like, pretty much just a lightning, just... And then in the, you know, he's standing adjacent to where he was to dodge the second hit. And, uh, you hear him, he goes, These ones strong, brother! And, uh, Archimedes goes, Excellent! Would have no other way! And he charges, he also charges forward. And when he does, he goes, Brother! Lift! And... Gregor ducks down and, like, hunches down. Still standing, of course, but, like, hunches down. And Archimedes jumps, like, onto his back and propels upwards. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's going to try to bring his, uh, longsword crashing down on you from okay. that height. Which he is still going to miss on. All right. Knowing your AC. And, um... Yep. And you step to the side of of the sky. Yeah, basically you parry. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't fall or anything like that. Lands on his feet, skids to the side, and uh, Pariah, it's your turn. Uh, Immediately after he lands, I'm going to slide out from behind Malachi and try to stab him. Okay. With my short sword. Okay. Do I get advantage on that because I'm coming out of hiding? You're technically currently in hiding. So, Never yeah, mind. you have advantage. Uh, that is a natural 20. Nice. There you go. All right. <clears throat> and and uh, so that does... Hold on a second. Oh, sneak attack. Since it's sneak attack, mm-hmm. uh, that does... Just quick math here. Uh, 16. 16 damage. 16 and... um. You catch him unawares, you know, and so you get him right in the back of the ankles, and he is knocked prone then. Nice. However, you no longer have cover, or are hiding. Uh, I am going to take my cunning action to take a bonus and disengage away from them, basically just hop back. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's going to make it Gregor's turn, and he's the one with the the crackling lightning blade. And, uh... He is going to um, incur an attack of opportunity from you. From me? Yes, you, Malachi. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, 16? That is not going to hit. Ah. And he uh, he glances it off, like, literally with a, you know, a gauntleted hand, hits it away, and he charges towards his brother, Archimedes, pulls him up to his feet, like, so hard that, like, it, you know, throws him upward a little bit. And you know this move because you've done it many times before. I need you to uh, make me a save. What kind of save? Uh, what is your lightning whip's save again? Uh, let me bring it up real quick. I think it's dex strength. Yep, so make me a strength save. <laughs> 22. So, yep, yep, that's, yep, you're good. And uh, so he throws it yep. out, you know... And you pretty much just block it. I, it. I like the idea that it, like, wraps around my arm, and I, like, 
bring my arm down and kind of like ha- he lurches forward a little bit. It shatters when you do so into like an yep. array of sparks. Mm-hmm. And you, Catman, you hear a whoa from next to you. I know. <laughs> I always like that move. And that's going to make it your turn, Malachi. I'm gonna look at Pariah. You think you can handle this one on your own? And I like gesture to the one who we snuck attack. Mm-hmm. I think I can. Cool. And I'm gonna look at the guy with the uh, the lightning. Uh, Gregor. Yep. Yes. And as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Compelled Duel. Uh, yep. He needs to make a Wisdom saving throw. I basically look at him and I go, "Let's keep this between us." And what is the uh, DC? Uh, 13. He fails. Okay. So he... uh, Each time it attempts to move to a space that there is more than 30 feet from me... uh, Hold on. The spell... What does he do? Basically... Disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures that aren't me. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Then I'm going to charge in. Okay. And slice at him with the, uh, the blunted sword. Okay. 20. That'll hit. For 12 damage. Alrighty. Then, uh, I get my extra attack. Yes. Yes, you do. Oh, nope. Wrong, wrong button. Um, that is wrong button. Yeah. Uh, sorry. He's been using two gonna... hanged. He just clicked one hanged. Are you gonna make me use that? No. Okay, cool. You were gonna use two hanged. And clearly okay. that says one hand on the screen, does it not? That's yes. fair. Uh, so, there you go. So, a 21 to hit, unless you want me to roll it at disadvantage, in which case it would be a 21 to hit. Why would you... Uh, oh, that's why you said that. Okay. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That will... Yep, that'll hit. And, uh, you know, he takes Burn. two good hits, knocks the wind out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, give me one second. I did my math wrong there. Yeah, it's and... nine damage, not whatever you wrote down. And uh, Archimedes, um, he stands up. No one's impeding his movement, of course. And <clears throat> he looks over at his brother and goes, Gregor, lightning rod. And Gregor goes, lightning rod. And he takes, Archimedes actually takes out, takes a short sword out and just throws it at his brother, who catches it. <laughs> that would have been, <laughs> been great. His, <laughs> he kills his brother. <laughs> and throws it oh. down at the ground at your feet. And I need you to make me a dexterity save. Oh, that's what I'm bad at. That's a seven. And you are going to take... Alright, there we go. 20 damage. Christ, okay. Uh, As just this massive bolt of lightning rains down from, like, the sky. And you hear just a crack of thunder almost immediately afterwards. Everybody's ears are just kind of ringing a little bit. Okay, so here's what's gonna happen. When that happens, when I start to take that lightning damage, Uh I'm going to cast Storm's Rebuke. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm going to attempt to redirect that lightning damage. Are you gonna go Zuko on this? Onto him. Uh... Sure, I know yeah. what that means. Zuko. You've never seen Avatar? A long time ago, my dude. <sighs> Just don't I redirect it. it. Don't redirect it through your heart. Right. Just don't let it go through your heart. So he needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, he's also bad at these. Aha. He also fails. It's almost like we're both fighters. <laughs> uh, and I... Hey, dex fighters are scary. Yeah. 
Uh, so he, I'm going to redirect 10 of that lightning damage to him. Alright. You still take the full amount. Oh, yeah, I know. I still take but 20. And God he takes it. 10. Alrighty. Uh, Pariah, it's your turn. How bad off does Malachi look at the moment? Uh, passive perception, what does that get in Malachi? I'm doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good. Alright, then I will not do what I was going to do. And will instead go up behind Archimedes and try to stab him from behind. Okay. With non-lethal, obviously. Yeah, obviously non-lethal. This is a sparring match. Uh, 18 to hit. That will hit. Uh, four. Is Archimedes within five feet of Malachi? Unfortunately, no. Okay. Am I hidden from Archimedes? Unfortunately, no. Okay, for six damage. Okay. And so, you know, you hear a, oof, that's my kidney. (laughs) And, uh, And? And I'm going to, to, uh, take another leap back. To disengage? To disengage. All right. And, uh, Malachi, Gregor is, uh, going to pick the sword up out of the ground, the, the lightning rod, and throw it back to, um, back to Archimedes and go, he does no lightning rod. <laughs> Frozen moment. <gasps> and you hear Catmint, Wilbur next to you, he, he, he just goes, that, that, that move, that's a move that he picked up from, that Rostov picked up from one of his friends back when they were, oh, this is so exciting. I met that guy. You what? <laughs> <laughs> Just like mouth agape. And I love Wilbur. I need you to make me a constitution save. Alright? Not you. Oh. Pariah. Because the frozen moment stick, which was previously the lightning rod, is now at his feet. Oops. That is not the right one, but. That's a check. That's different. I think that that's the same. For me, because I don't, I don't have a, a any proficiency. Oh yeah, yeah right. then it's the save. same thing. So it it's the, the same. same so nineteen. Nineteen. That does still fail, actually. Okay. To be completely what? frank, Archimedes has a very, very, very strong um, <clears throat> charisma. Okay. Very strong. And you're going to take seventeen cold damage. And, uh, let's see. Ah, okay. My evasion only works on dexterity saving throws. Yep. And that makes it Malachi's turn. Okay, uh, the guy in front of me? Yes, Gregor. Yep, I'm still going to, I'm going to, uh... Okay, so... Nick, I have a question for you. Some of my spells are specifically Yol flavored. Correct. Uh, would Ray of Enfeeblement be one of those, since it wasn't one I got from the Rostovian fighting? Correct. Archetype? Okay. So I'm not going to want to use that. Uh, I mean, the Salt Cliff chapter, chapter or Barracks knew that you were a Shadowbound. Yeah, but they don't, and I don't trust them. But this problem yet, so. is person. Person uh, is person. One of the tenants that of... That is fair. Yes. One of the main yeah. tenants of Rostovian Knights is 
person is person. No matter how small. Oh, no matter how small, no matter how big, <laughs> no matter how shadow. Person uh, is person. <laughs> well, ah, screw it. Uh, I'm going to hit him twice with my sword. Alright. 21. That'll hit. Six damage. Six damages. T ten. That one doesn't hit. You're not having so much luck with this second attack on extra attack, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, now would not be a good time to burn my, uh, my action surge. Oh, it's a short rest. Yeah, action surge. Okay. Um, f and I'm going to just, like, go hog wild on this guy. I, like, I see I miss, and I just shout out in rage. Okay. And attempt to bring my sword down even more angrily. All right. Another ten. That so one no. also misses, unfortunately. And we had discussed, I get two attacks when I use it. Correct. Right? Because so whenever you make the attack, attack action, okay, cool. you get to make a second one. And Twenty-seven. And that one will hit. How much damage do you do? Uh, ten damage. All right. And so you, you swing, you hit him, and then he parries three attacks, and then uh, you stomp down... And do kind of like this underswing to an uppercut and catch him right in the chin. Like a golf swing? Pretty much. Okay. Um, doesn't knock him out, sends him reeling back a little bit, and then he writes himself, and he goes, A good hit! I imagine there's like a, Oh! from the crowd. Oh yeah, everyone's just like, Wah! And uh, Archimedes uh, picks up the short sword uh, that was once a lightning rod, that was also once... Uh, a freezing, freezing pole, whatever you want to call it at this point. A and thermometer. Sure. Um, and he's gonna swing at you, Pariah, with his long sword. What is your AC? Uh, fourteen. That will go through. A short sword. So he does seven damage. Or that was the long sword, so he does seven damage. And then the short sword, he follows up with, and that one you are able to duck under. You just okay. duck under, because he makes a big sweep this way, and you totally see the sweep with the short sword coming in the same manner from the other direction. And that's going to make it your turn. Uh, I am going to immediately disengage away from him. Okay. And then I am going to... Uh... So the positioning, uh, Archimedes is coming after me, and Gregor is going after Malachi. Mm-hmm. In a cone, could I hit both Gregor and Archimedes without hitting Malachi? No. Okay. Do it. I am going to do it anyway. Yeah. I imagine we make eye contact and I say do it. And I am going to cast Color Spray. I'm going to hold out my two fingers like a gun and try to cast Color Spray from it. Is that the blinding one? Yep. Okay. So... Well, that's the one that... Um... That is the one where yeah, roll 60, I roll 60-10. Uh, Malachi, what's your HP? 49. Okay. So starting with the lowest HP, I have 31. That Gregor I can... is blinded. Okay. Nobody else is. Um, real quick, I really have to pee. <clears throat> okay. Go. I'll be right back. I'm really tired. Oh... It's only seven. Oh, it's because you oh. took a nap. I don't know why you do that to yourself. I was so tired. I had to. That's fair. 
I really like Wilbur. Wilbur's great. Why didn't you let me have a love interest in Wilbur? Why did you have to make him a teenager? Because. You should have given me a love interest. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to only use my Restovian stuff in this fight. Gotcha. That's why I haven't had you all hex anybody yet. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to poo well. Okay. Um, Nick, are they almost done? Yeah. Because it's, like, a really long episode. I know. Okay. There's a lot that's getting cut, though. Okay. There's not really, but... It's, like, maybe ten minutes at the absolute most. Mm-hmm. Turn. Hello. So I was thinking about it while we were doing the fight, and I really wish Final Fantasy music was Creative Commons. Mm-hmm. Because Nick, I don't remember if you remember it back from when you were playing, but the Ravana fight music would be really good for Rostov. Dat Mongolian throat singing. Ah, mm -hmm. oh, sorry about that. Uh, too much delicious cascaged bourbon. Yeah, good. All right. I also had to pee, so it was good timing. Hey. Pariah went. That makes it Gregor's turn. All right. Gregor is currently blinded. He's going to swing at you, Malachi. He going to miss. Nah. Just, he he swings in the complete opposite direction of you. Parry, dodge, thrust, ha. Ah. Yes. Making it your turn. Parry, dodge, thrust, ha. Ah. I, uh... I go for... Well, it's Archimedes that I'm attacking, right? No, you're currently attacking uh, uh, Gregor. Yeah, Gregor, Ar Archimedes I'm, is attacking me. Yes. I'm going to try and bring Gregor down. Okay. Uh, so, longsword's coming in, 13. That one's not going to hit. Know. Extra attack, 24. <laughs> it hits. For four damage. He is not brought low, unfortunately. But uh, you, you kind of... Kind of what happens is you miss because, like, he moves in his, like, blinded state. And then you kind of feel bad a little bit for, like, you know, because he doesn't know where you are. So you just kind of smack him in the back with your sword. And he... <laughs> Thank you. No problem. And, it, um... Accent is infectious. <laughs> is no problem. Accent go everywhere is number <laughs> 27 of Rostov Tenet. Spread accent. Archimedes is going to attack you, Pariah. Fair. Um, going again with the long sword, then short sword. Uh, what's your 14? 14. That'll hit. You're going to take 9 damage. I'm going to use my dodge ability to half that. Okay. And he's going to swing at you with his short sword, which he is just not having luck with. So that one will miss you. And that's going to make it your turn. Uh... I'm going to go for Archimedes. Okay. That is a 14. Unfortunately, that will not hit. Okay, well then I am going to take my cunning action to disengage. Mm-hmm. And then I am going to take my move 
to try and get as far away from him as I can. Okay. Preferably next to Melakai. Yeah, you can do that. Back to back. Yep. Pariah, you Pariah like slakes up next to you, like right up to your back. You kind of like. I jump for a second. There's nobody behind us, and I just go, "Hey, Melakai." <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, not so great. I think this guy's on his last legs. I'll be there soon. All right. Uh, Gregor's going to try to attack you again, Malachi, which he will, and you're going to take... Uh, real quick, I would like to use my racial ability. Okay. Uh, to get a... where is it? Plus two uh, to a defense... Plus two to AC when I'm chosen as a target of an attack, so you'll kind of, like, coalesces around where the okay. is coming from. Okay. Um, that's a reaction, correct? Yes. Uh, yes. Um, that will still not prevent it from hitting, unfortunately. Damn, okay. And, but, um, you know, your shadow shortens, like, your shadow on the ground, you know, shortens, and, like, some of it coalesces into, like, your arm where he's about to swing, and, uh, like, it goes halfway up your arm... And he catches your arm right before Yoel's able to get there. Okay. And ah. you are going to take 11 damage. Okay. And in his blinded stupor, he goes, Did hit! Gregor number one. Yeah, did hit. <laughs> Alright, that's going to make it your turn, Malachi. Uh, so I would like to first use my bonus action to, uh, to steal myself. And use my second wind. Okay. Um, so I get eight hit points back. All right. Uh, then I'm going to just, like, attempt to bring this uh, blunt sword across, like, the flat of his head. Okay. Well, the, like, the flat of the blade across his head. Like, I'm slapping him with the sword. Yes. Trying to knock him out. Seventeen? Um, yes. All right. For nine damage. All right. So, because he's much taller than you, you kind of really have to reach to hit his head, but you do I, catch I him. I forgetting I'm short. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but you catch him, and, uh, you know, you just hear him go, oh, black is blacker, and he falls unconscious, because <laughs> he's blind, currently. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> and so Gregor is out, making it Archimedes' turn. Who's going to... Well, wait, I I have my, my extra attack, my dude. Oh, you do. And you can you break that attack. up within the movement. Yep. So I'm going to uh, sort of, like, shift next to Pariah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Archimedes is farther away from us, right? You can get there in 30 feet. Okay, yeah. So I'll run up to him and uh, give him the old stabby dabby do. I don't know why I said that. should have just gone with the good old two-hand, because that would have been... The old stabby-stabby-doo, also known as Uh, two-hand. Yeah. So, that's a 17 to hit. That hits again. For seven damage. All right. He's not down yet, but he's still looking a little rough. Okay. And he's going to, um... He's going to try to attack you in the same manner that he's been attacking Pariah. Long sword, then uh, short sword. And the longsword will hit. 
and then you're gonna take nine damages. Then he's gonna swing with his short sword, which, much to his delight, will actually hit. And you're gonna take another six. Son of bitch, alright. And so, he's just, instead of like swinging one and then the other, he, he goes, like as he's about to swing just one of them, he goes, swing both same time. And swings them both at the same, <laughs> and they both connect. Uh, Pariah. All right, so I am going to swing around Melakai and attack mm-hmm. the one standing opponent. Okay. That is a ten to hit. Unfortunately, no, Pariah. All right, I am going to then take my cunning action to try and again hide. Okay. Okay. Behind Melakai. Yup. Once again at disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 13. Alright, so you... Wait. You're hidden from him. <laughs> that sounds like the anger of a natural one if I've ever heard It's not it. a natural one, but it's low enough to be a failed opposing. Haha. <laughs> Which will make it Malachi's turn. Okay. Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> You're just gonna Swing keep two hands. Yeah, I feel like it's the best thing to do. Right it's now. very good. Twenty-six. Yup. Four six damage. Alrighty. Followed by my extra attack, which is a. Natural one. All right. Oh. So you swing down a second time. And you swing with such force that it gets stuck in the dirt. Okay. And it it will take you your bonus action on your next turn to remove it. Okay, well, for my bonus action on this turn, uh, I would like to cast shield. That's a, You can only cast it as a reaction. Yeah. Shiza. Never mind then. Shield is Oh, a... yeah, because it's not a... It, I was... It's not shield of faith. Ignore me. Yeah. Okay. I play a cleric in another game. That's fair. Um, it's gonna be his turn. He's gonna do the same thing he did before. Hey, I cast shield. <laughs> yup. And, uh, that blocks the first attack, and blocks the second one as well, as, um, is shield a Yoel, is that a Yoel flavor? No, that's a Rostovian flavor. That's a Rostovian that flavor? definitely Rostovian, because okay. Rostov used so, that a lot. Ice just kind of crack, like, you know, like a, a thin layer of frost just kind of surrounds you. You got, you got frosted tips. Ah, oh, damn you. And... Rostov really liked frosted tips. <laughs> but, uh, he and, uh, both of his attacks just glance off, making it Pariah's turn. I am going to, from hiding, basically, like, pop over Malachi's shoulder... Okay. And fire off a firebolt. Okay. Since it is from hiding, do it's I get advantage? advantage on but you don't get sneak attack. Okay. Because it's a spell. Spells don't get sneak attacks. That is a 16 to hit. No, unfortunately. Their AC is 17. Come on, guys. You have the worst luck, Keith. Yep. It's almost oppressive at this point. I'm going to duck back into hiding. Okay. For the sake of the argument, we'll just consider you still hidden. (laughs) Um, Malachi. 
so my sword's in the ground, right? Correct. You can remove it and still make an attack. Just the one, or can he make both? Yeah, because extra attack is not a bonus action. Alright, yeah. So I'll remove it. Okay. From the ground and make my attack. Alright. For 11 damage. Alrighty. Because a 20's gonna hit. Yes, because yeah, we know they're eight. Because I literally AC. just told you yeah. the AC is 17. Uh, yeah. And then I. I'm. It was a natural one. I'm gonna say I can't make another attack. What? No. I'm gonna say it took a lot to get it. No, no it took your it took uh, your move action. I'm making the rules. I know, but it took your move action to pull it out. You can I make, make a full attack. Suspenseful radio. Okay, fine, and I swing again. Okay. You thirteen. I don't. You hit still it anyway. missed. It's his turn. He's gonna swing at you, with both. Um, <clears throat> your AC is what again? Uh. Defensive stance, I can do it this round because I haven't done a reaction this round. Correct. Uh, 17. That'll hit. And you'll take 7 damage from the long sword. He swings the short sword at the same time, and that will hit as well. But you'll only take 4 from that one. Okay. Pariah. I'm not looking so hot. I'm going to slide out from behind Melakai and just go, I've had enough of this, and cast Magic Missile. Okay. Roll for damage, I guess. Because magic uh, missile. I don't know why it only does one. Yeah. Just Give me a how second. Many, oh, wait, how here. Many can you? There. Click magic missile repeat below it. And there you go. So that does uh, 11 damage. And you hit him with these force, you know, darts. And he gets knocked back. And he goes, oh. Is dark for me too now. And he falls <laughs> unconscious. And Ellie yells, and that's that's time. That's match. And uh, the music of uh, Rostov's song fades out. And the music of, uh, you know, Grand Falls comes back, swells back. And uh, Ellie heals the two of them. And uh, they walk over to you guys. They shake your hands. You good fighters. You as well, you almost did me in. We tried. Good fight. Good fight. Very good fight. I give Wilbur five gold. He goes, okay, sure. Because she took the bet. That's right. You guys are better than I thought. As everyone like files down. I wasn't talking to you, I was talking to Wilbur. He says, did you not think we were good people? No, I thought you were great people. I just... I didn't... They did better than I thought with that lightning combo. That's pretty good. Well, yeah, they're brothers. What? Why is that... Whatever. It was nice meeting you. As Rostov say, brotherhood is brotherhood. I missed Rostov. I missed Rostov so much. (laughs) We all have... Um, I, I look at Wilbur again. I say, hey, Wilbur. Yeah? If something... Um, let's see. If something horrible starts happening in the city, you gotta get down to the airship docks, okay? If something horrible starts happening in the city, I'm gonna be right up there with all of them. I might not be a pretty necklace yet, but someday... You brave fool! We need more like you, kid! I'm gonna salute him and walk down to my my victor friends. All right, 
You walk down to them. You guys are healed by Ellie. Um, and you guys pretty much just spend a short rest gaining back all your stuff. And uh, you set off to the Vista Point. And that is where we will end tonight's episode. Stop. Stop. Woo! Thank you for listening to our episode. We hope you really liked it. That was a fun one where we kind of got to just do goofy stuff, which I enjoyed. I, this is... I genuinely hope this doesn't count as our tournament arc for the, <laughs> oh, for no. the season. Oh, no. I know, Nick. This does not count as our tournament arc. So make sure you keep listening because we will definitely have one. We um, always do that, yeah. And uh, go ahead, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We have email if you have any questions for us. And what are those, Sam? Uh, at Gold on Twitter. Our uh, Gmail account is expandgold at gmail.com. Um, and what is the other one? Facebook. Just search the name of the thing and you'll find yeah. it on Facebook. It's, it's Experience in Gold. Uh, you, 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 you're looking at the album art. You can read it. You know what's up. You use technology. <laughs> you're smart, and we believe in you. Uh, reach out to us if you have any feedback or whatever. We love to talk to you. I'm always on Twitter, and I want to talk to you guys during the day and hang out and talk about uh, D&D and podcasts instead of doing my work. So Yeah, I mean, we, me we work... Both Sam and I work nine to fives, and so uh, if you talk to us about this podcast, we will drop everything to talk with you yes. about this as well. It is my and priority. I work, and Connor currently works as a substitute teacher, so when I'm not being a glorified babysitter, I'd also love to talk to you guys about the podcast. Entertain us as we entertain you. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it all. Uh Tune back in next week for more daring adventures. Was that good? Was that like a classic? Yeah, that was good. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we should just end yeah, it yeah. right here. Bye.